Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, July 20th. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt. Missouri Democrats living in the state's 2nd District suffered a blow after the St. Louis-based seat became more Republican because of redistricting. It's going to be tough. I mean, there's there's no getting around that. But yeah, I, I think they can if they connect with people. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores the tough road for 2nd District Democrats in November and over the next decade. It's been less than two months since nonstop flights between Frankfurt and St. Louis began, but some are already thinking about the next potential international destination. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports some local business leaders want to replicate Lufthansa's success in a route to South America. Most of Lufthansa's direct flights to and from St. Louis have been completely booked since the service launched on June 1st. Now, business leaders see a similar opportunity with a direct flight to Argentina or Brazil. Eduardo Platon is the president and CEO of the St. Louis Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. He says a route would connect St. Louis's agriculture and biotech companies to growing markets markets in those countries. With all the ag activity happening there, with all the food companies here in St. Louis, all nutrition companies headquartered here. So that is a strong reason to have Sao Paulo as a natural candidate. Platon says flying to South America from St. Louis currently requires one or two stops. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Later this week, the St. Louis region will be beneath what's called a heat dome. On Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, temperatures are expected to be around 100 degrees. There is an upside, though, says National Weather Service St. Louis meteorologist Jason Goslin. The good news with this heat, it doesn't look as bad as June in terms of the humidity. The humidity is a little bit lower, so even though their temperatures are going to be around 100 or a little bit above, the humidity is low enough where our heat index is not much above. But that's still pretty hot. Goslin says if you need to be outside, wear light clothes, drink lots of water, and take breaks in shade or air conditioning. U.S. Congresswoman Cori Bush, who represents part of the St. Louis area, was arrested yesterday, along with other Democratic lawmakers, during a protest for abortion rights. As St. Louis Public Radio Sarah Kellogg reports, Bush and the others were arrested for blocking the street in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. At least 16 Democratic Congress members, almost all of them women, were arrested during a protest over the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. The protest led to arrests after the group, according to U.S. Capitol Police, blocked traffic. Capitol Police tweeted they arrested 35 people. Bush issued a statement saying, quote, Today was not the first day I've put my body on the line for our freedom, and I'm willing to do it again. This week, Bush introduced legislation on abortion rights, including a bill that would protect access to medication abortion. Bush said she will continue to fight for reproductive freedom. I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. In last night's All-Star Game, the Cardinals' Paul Goldschmidt hit a first-inning home run, and reliever Ryan Helsey pitched a scoreless eighth inning, striking out two, but the National League still lost its ninth All-Star game in a row, 3-2. to two. Missouri Democrats living in the state's 2nd District suffered a blow after the St. Louis-based seat became more Republican because of redistricting. It means that the two Democrats hoping to upend Congresswoman Ann Wagner will have a more challenging time winning, especially if this midterm election is favorable to Republicans. 
But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, Second District Democrats aren't giving up hope in the future or in November. Shortly after the Missouri Senate adjourned a day early, Senate Minority Leader John Rizzo stepped before a row of reporters. The Independence Democrat was fielding questions on a surprisingly successful session for his party, including a redistricting plan that kept the Kansas City-based 5th District solidly Democratic. But Democrats like Rizzo were not successful in preventing the Republican supermajority from making the 2nd District more Republican. The map that passed added heavily GOP Franklin and Warren counties to a seat that includes portions of St. Louis and St. Charles counties. Obviously, we'd like to see the 2nd District more competitive because we believe it is more competitive. Uh, Having said that, we have a constitutional duty to do it. I will tell you, 10 years ago, I distinctly remember doing that process, and it, for us as Democrats, was extremely difficult. In 2020, the presidential race in the 2nd District was basically tied, with Donald Trump edging out Joe Biden by about 100 votes. The new map would have Trump win much more comfortably, with some estimates around 7 or 8 percentage points. Even with a tougher map, Wagner defeated two well-financed opponents in 2018 and 2020. Jack Siegel, who worked for Democrat Court Van Ostrand's 2018 campaign, says Wagner is not to be underestimated. I think she's a super strong candidate because she can raise money and because, you know, at least enough people seem to know her name and she's been the rep for a long time and, you know, she was involved in, like, grassroots Republican politics before that. So I think all that kind of stuff lines up to make her, like, a difficult Um, opponent before you even think about the lines changing. Before those second district lines were finalized, three Democrats were primed to run, but one of them with the most money, Ben Samuels, dropped out and cited the unfavorable redraw as a reason. But the two remaining contenders, Trish Gunby and Ray Reed, say they aren't intimidated by the challenge. Gunby, a state representative from St. Louis County, notes that she's been in tough races before. The way we take back the state, or at least make it more balanced, is uh, you talk to voters. And my campaign, we've been doing that for 10 months. Reed, a former staffer with the Missouri Democratic Party, also says his campaign is reaching out to voters in traditionally Republican parts of the district, a strategy he says is the only way for his party to be a relevant force in the state's politics. So it's really just about meeting people where they're at, um, knocking on doors. You know, we've been saying, you know, Everywhere is Democrat country once this Democrat's been there. Yet some Democrats who have run in parts of the new 2nd District have not gotten a warm reception. Christine Hedges, for instance, sought a St. Charles County Council seat in 2018, a year that was, by and large, decent for Democratic candidates. When she knocked on doors, Hedges encountered hostility from unlikely sources. I also talked to multiple union members who told me that they would never vote Democrat, which particularly since right to work was also on the ballot that year, was just insane to me. Still, for some second district residents, 2022 is presenting a host of issues that may galvanize Democratic voters. Creve Corps resident Sarah Meyer points to the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe versus Wade, which made most abortions illegal in Missouri. There has been this, to me, a whole lot of energy that has come out around, oh, hell no, we're not going back, and you can't take that away from us, and also you don't understand what this means. 
Others contend that a rash of mass shootings and more revelations about the January 6th insurrection could give Democrats a fighting chance. And Maryland Heights resident Alan Harris Dalt notes that even though Wagner may not be a pushover, she also faces a challenge of connecting with people who haven't voted for her before. Dalt says Reed and Gunby need to stick with their plans of aggressively campaigning for the seat. It's going to be tough. I mean, there's there's no getting around that. But yeah, I, I think they can if they connect with people. Democratic and Republican voters in the 2nd District will go to the polls to choose their candidates on August 2nd. And whether Democrats can trudge through a difficult path in November could depend on whether their voters are energized and if a favorable national environment for Republicans does not come to pass in the fall. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.